0: There are multiple benefits to worry, but only if you worry in the right amounts. Kind of like the Goldilocks principle. You know the story of Goldilocks where the porridge was too hot and then it was too cold or too sweet and then it was just perfect. Each of us has like a Goldilocks principle or a Goldilocks worry muscle, which is just the right amount of worry. Too much is not good. Too little is not good. There's just the right amount. And when you get into the right amount of worry, that's when you have constructive worry that can actually help you. So in this podcast today, I'm going to talk about how can we look for and find that Goldilocks balance of worry so that worry can work for us and not against us. Well, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf, and I'm your host, and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. And just before we begin, I want to tell you about two exciting specials that we have for Thanksgiving, and this is really great to be thankful for because there's 30% off my app, NeuroCycle app, but it's the web version. So the web version, if you're a first-time user, the web version of my NeuroCycle app, there's 30% off the code. You can... The code is BCFM30, and you can get the details and links in the show notes for 30% of my Neurocycle app. There's also 30% of my brainy bundle. And the brainy bundle is this cute little brainy toy that we created out of the brainy character that is in this book, which is how to help your child clean up their mental mess. And this is how to help your child manage their mental health and how to help them with anxiety and worry and all these things. And there's even a little coloring book that is Brainy and Coloring with Brainy and Friends. And that's various different scenarios. So this is this is a great toolkit to help yourself, help your children, if you're a teacher, parent, grandparent, caregiver, manage their mental health. So let's pop Brainy back over there and let's dive into how to find our worry muscle, our perfect Goldilocks worry muscle. Now as a seasoned warrior, this has been extremely helpful. And, you know, working, worry is just such a common thing. We're all worrying about something and some people worry more than others. We know that. And, but when worry gets out of control, it kind of feels like it's chewing our insides. I mean, it can really get to you that you feel like you're, you know, when it's excessive or uncontrolled. And so it's really worth recognizing, um, you know, Allowing yourself to feel the worry, but then trying to get it to that level where it's comfortable and where it's constructive because destructive worry just takes you down a rabbit hole, and makes you worse and worse and, you know, leads to increased anxiety and all that kind of thing, which is just trying to tell you that you need to find out what you're worrying about. Um, and then, you know, if you don't worry enough, you you can miss things. So the Goldilocks principle of worry keeps you very alert and focused and keeps you in tune with what needs to be done, helps you find solutions. It's really great. So the, the neurocycle is so helpful for that. And that's why I also wanted to give you the neurocycle um thirty percent off the neurocycle, the web app version for Thanksgiving, so that you can if you haven't used it yet, you can at least start using it for worry because there's plenty to be worried about. So the first thing when we when we try the first part is of trying to get our worry into the Goldilocks level is to gather awareness of our worry in that moment. Okay. So instead of suppressing or ignoring our worries, which we can get really good at, you want to acknowledge them. The acknowledging is, is, is absolutely huge. And it's, it's acknowledging with a very focused awareness. It's, it's like you're really gathering, um, the, the details of the worry. So it's, it's, it's literally saying, okay, I feel this kind of worry, or I'm feeling worrying at this level, or I'm worried about this, even if you can't get all of the words out, or I'm just feeling this hovering worry, or um, and then you're going to say, Where well, am I feeling this in my body? When I'm this worried, as I have this worry, I'm feeling my heart palpitating, um, as um, as I'm as I'm feeling that that in my body. What is it? How is it affecting my behaviors? I'm speaking very fast, or I'm not thinking clearly, so I'm not making stupid decisions. Or and how is it shifting my perspective? How is this emotion of emotional signal of worry affecting my um, behavior of worry, affecting my um, uh, my perspective? How am I looking at life? So. Um, like it could be that, oh, I can't get through this next situation or I'm so worried that I'm going to be stuck or I can't get through this or I can't, whatever. So you want to first of all gather awareness of the of the worry and the and the and and worry being a, a signal, it's a behavioral signal because it's something that you're doing, you're worrying and you want to find the emotional signals that are attached to it. You want to find the bodily sensation signals that are attached to it and you want to find the perspective signals that are attached to it. Are you feeling overwhelmed this holiday season? December's demands, end-of-year tasks, holiday preparations, gift shopping, and family get-togethers can bring a big source of stress. Well, you can now breathe a little more easily because Stress Guardian is here to help you. It's the latest scientific breakthrough from Bio-Optimizers, the geniuses behind the magnesium breakthrough. It's packed with a blend of 14 adaptogenic herbs that help to regulate your stress response naturally, granting you control over holiday stress. With daily use, Stress Guardian becomes your personal shield against seasonal tension, enhancing both your mental and physical well-being. I personally take it every day as part of my mind management routine and have seen a difference in my ability to deal with toxic stress. So say goodbye to just surviving this holiday season. Thrive instead with Stress Guardian. To get a head start on your holiday stress, visit stressguardian.com forward slash Leaf and use the promo code DrLeaf10 for 10% off your first order. Optimizers is so confident in their products that they offer a risk-free $360, Five day money back guarantee. Just visit stressguardian.com forward slash doctor leaf now to get this limited time offer. The link and details will be in the show notes. Very simple. Let's take a simple example. Let's say, for example, um, you're supposed to catch a flight to go somewhere and um, it's a late night flight and then um, you you really got to get somewhere. It's like a really important place to get to. This happened to me last year. We were flying to South Africa to see my mom and I, I was desperate to get to because my mom's got park, late-stage Parkinson's and, you know, she's just her cognitive function not doing it all well. And I was just really, really anxious to get to her. And it, I felt a sense of urgency. And we get on the plane. plane takes off. We three hours into the flight, and we get woken up because it's already like midnight or like one in the morning. And the pilot says, We're turning back to Miami because there's a problem with the plane, and we're not going to be able to fly any further. So, we're just going to be able to get back to Miami. So, so the first thing is, Oh my gosh, the worry of are we even going to get back to Miami? Um, and then the second thing, once we did get back to Miami, is you know, now what are we going to do? When am I going to get to? see mom when are we are going to get the, what, what is going to happen with the next flight and all those things that go along with something like that so immediately you know I felt we we, we were very worried about just staying alive that the plane wasn't going to crash and so there's the anxiety that, that had a lot of anxiety with it the emotional the, we were worried was the behavior about the flight maybe crashing or something because there was major problems with electrical problems um, there was the anxiety that goes with that there was the you know that Gut wrenching shock through your body that this you know you may be crashing, and the perspective of oh my gosh like there's so much I still want to do in life I hope this is not the end kind of thing it all goes through your head, so I did a quick neurocycle to gather awareness of those, and then I did this one very quickly I did this like in 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 a minute or so, um, and then just reflected on that and said look it's a valid response to be worried about this and you know, what are the chances of this happening? And and then we got information from the pilot saying that it's um it, it's this is the wrong this is what's wrong with it. It's okay. We can definitely get back to Miami. They'll be able to fix it and so on and so on. The planes are gonna crash. So we got information. That would have been the third step, the right step, which I didn't write, but I got information Um, uh, we started getting information back from the pilot so then the fourth step would have been to take that we took that information and my husband and I discussed this and said okay well there's a good chance this is going to be okay Um, and then the um, active reach was now we just got to wait till we land and just trust that we're going to land so that's a simple example of how we handled that worry in the moment then we get to Miami and it's all this whole drama was now rebooking and it's like at that stage two in the morning and there's this whole line of people. And then they tell us that there's not going to, after sort of two hours of this, I'm getting really worried about and tired and, and all those emotions that go with it uh, and frustrated and angry and all those things. I went through another neurocycle, acknowledging that. And then the active act reach, the first step was, well, there's not much I can do about this except wait until we get more information Then they said okay well we're booking you on a flight the same time tomorrow night the flight's been basically delayed to tomorrow night to get the plane fixed or to get another plane and so we went to a hotel and um because we had to get back early in the morning to sort out transfers and luggage and all kinds of things like that so we so basically the, the 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 worry of started hitting me of um of now what happens now if we don't get the flight tomorrow night? I need to get to my mom. Um, and that sort of incapacitating me. So I st- in doing my, I did another neuro cycle. Now my worry had got really big because now I was really worried that we weren't going to get a flight in time to get back to my mother. And I just felt such a strong sense of urgency to get to her as soon as possible. So my whole body was reacting. I was really, I was getting angry um, anger, the anger was uh, fear-driven anger, um, very worry-driven anger. So there was, um, there, there, there was, um, the anger was sort of, it was, it was uh, anger that was. I was, I was not angry at the pilots, angry, angry at angry the situation because, and and very frustrated at that because and anxious because I wanted to get there. So those were my emotions, my behaviors. I was getting quite irritable and snappy. It wasn't even. You know, Mac's fault or anyone else's fault, but I, this is just what happens. Um, but I acknowledge it. I could feel my body just totally tense. And my perspective was, oh, we're not going to get there. So I acknowledge that. And then I realized that that's incapacitating me. I'm not moving forward. I need to do something about that. I need to make a plan. So I started reflecting. In that reflecting I did these things, this is not helping, um, this, is, this is the situation, what can I do practically? Um, so I started asking myself those questions as I reflected on it, that this is not realistic, this is not helping the situation. For my third step, I visualized how and looked stood back and literally looked at how I was responding. And then the fourth step, the recheck, I said, okay, well, talk to my husband. What can we do? Is, this, is Can we look? maybe go to British Airways and see if we can get a, another flight as, as a backup, just in case American didn't work well on Delta or something. Can we look at what other flight options there are? So we started rechecking and looking at other options, which made me calm down a lot. And nothing was open at that stage at three in the morning. So, I just, so our active reach was, okay, we'll go to the hotel, we'll get a couple of hours of sleep. We'll get back to the airport first thing in the morning, find out if the American flight's happening, otherwise we'll try and see if we can get another flight on Delta or BA or something else. And now that that's just an example of how I use the NeuroCycle in those two moments. But what, what happened there was by doing the NeuroCycle, I was still worried that I wouldn't get to my mom. But I had got to my Goldilocks principle where it was just enough worry to keep me alert and focused that I could do something. and. Just at the right point. So if I got no, if I had no worry, I just wouldn't have done anything. If you know, I would have just oh well, you know, and left it alone and potentially not made the effort to try and find another flight or something. If I had too much worry, I would have just got myself in a complete and utter tis and been useless. But the Goldilocks principle of worry by doing the neurocycle, I was exercising that muscle to get me into that Goldilocks principle, where I could by going through those steps, I got myself into a calmer state that I could. Still be worried. I was still worried that I was going to get to my mom, but the worry was driving me in the right direction. Go and get some sleep. There's nothing you can do now in the morning. You can get to the airport first thing. You can find out about this flight. You can find, you can do something. So it was, I was able to do something. I was able to go, go to sleep, get up the next morning, get to the airport. I was able to focus. Same thing as when the worry was happening on the plane. The Goldilocks principle of worry if I was worried we were going to crash and I'd got into destructive worry, I would have been terribly panicking and got out of control or something like that or um, really got into terrible state and just seen all the most terrible scenarios or, you know, on the other end of the extreme, other extreme is not worrying at all, which is also unrealistic because there is a potential danger here. There's a potential electrical problem. So the Goldilocks' muscle, the ideal level of worry, was okay. This is a concerning situation, but there's nothing I can do except wait for information from the pilot. And once we have the information from the pilot, let's just now reconceptualize the situation. In other words, so that both going through the neurocycle in that way calmed me down to the point where I had a way of coping with myself in that moment. The worry didn't turn me into an incapacitated mess. That totally got me stuck. It enabled me to get through those moments and to constructively get through the moment. We got back to Miami safely, thank goodness. And we also got to South Africa eventually that next night, did get on the plane at the same time. And it was delayed by Got on the plane, was delayed another four hours. so We had another whole worry thing, but we eventually did get there. 24 hours or nearly 30 hours late, but we did get there. I got to see my mom. I got to spend some incredibly valuable time with her in South Africa, for which I'm grateful. So that was also part of my worry, was worrying about my mom and how sick she was. So I'm just giving you examples of how worry is, is useful because it keeps us alert and focused but we don't want to be incapacitated and we don't want to be feelingless or, or unrealistically positive we want to see that there's all these possibilities that are hopeful we are hoping to get to South Africa we're hoping to get back to Miami we're hoping to get that job we're hoping that's the, possi- that's the, the possibilities the hope but the probabilities are the plane may crash but there's a good chance that they've got it under control because that's what the pilots are saying i may not get to south africa in the next day like i wanted to it may be that i get there a couple of days later or a few days later but i'll get that the you know this in other words the possibilities give me hope but if i just focus on the possibilities and i don't achieve them i could be triggered into toxic worry. But if I look at that's the possibility, that's the hope, but what are the probabilities, I'm going to be more realistic. So getting into your Goldilocks um, level of worry and building that Goldilocks muscle of worry helps us to look at all the probabilities and that will lead us to the possibility. If I just focus on the possibilities and it doesn't happen or things completely happen in a different way and I haven't considered all the probabilities, it's going to throw me into another level of worry and another thing that could take you off track. So probabilities are like a wave. Think of a big wave and all the water droplets and all the ways that the wave can can change its structure, its shape and crash or whatever. Those are all the probabilities. And the then as the wave does does build and then it crashes, that's the possibility, the actual crash, that's what actually happens. And you're hoping that it's going to crash on the beach and it's going to be a perfect wave for surfing or whatever the case may be. That's what you're hoping for. That's the possibility. But there's all these probabilities. Maybe I have to miss this wave. Maybe I have to do this. Maybe I have to do that. So in order for us to, when I talk about getting into the Goldilocks principle of worry and building the Goldilocks muscle of worry. It's getting that balance and that balance means that I'm going to be able to get into a calm enough state through doing the neuro cycles, through getting my my neurophysiology and chemicals and body re- responses under control that I can think clearly enough to be analytical enough to see all the probabilities and to keep the possibility, which is the hope alive, but to see all the probabilities so that I can actually cope. So I hope this has helped you. If this has helped you, share it with a friend. Like it, for subscribe on on subscribe to my podcast. If you wanted to watch this on YouTube, you can go over to Dr. Leaf. Um, you can just go and search Dr. Caroline Leaf on YouTube, and you can watch this. You can watch this um, this podcast. I've also got, there's always a blog attached to the podcast. If you join our emailing list, you'll get access to the blog. And um, that will, you know, all this information that you're hearing me say, you'll also be able to read it. And if this is, if you've enjoyed this and it's helped you, I'd love if, if you could give me a five-star review and share this podcast with friends and maybe they're worrying and maybe this will really help them. And remember, every time when you listen, each week when you listen, you're getting valuable insight into how to manage your mind. And your mind drives everything. Messy mind, messy brain, messy body, messy life. Messy worry, messy brain, messy body, messy worried life. Whereas by listening to today, you learned how to get the Goldilocks principle for worry. And now you can go and start practicing that and starting to develop your Goldilocks muscle of worry so that you can live in a world of probabilities with possibilities as your hope and make worry work for you and not against you. Thank you for joining me today and I look forward to seeing you next time.